Hey everyone, I'm back today to do something new, which is I got word of the new chat GPT online beta app, which is in as short a sum as I can make it a an artificial general intelligence that can answer any question that you pose it. It's a very, very interesting innovation, which seems to be absolutely fascinating for how it's going to be applied and used. It really blew me away with the grammar and the quality of the answers that it gave me on an assortment of questions. And I'm very curious just to see how this gets applied. And I wanted to share a bit here just to show you a little bit about what this looks like and how this is working and what it looks like in the user case. So I'm going to read a few questions that I asked it and its responses, just so that you can get a glimpse of what this tool is capable of doing. Artificial intelligence engineers have been working on building this so for so long and very, very hard. You can clearly tell by the quality of the product. The amount of work that goes into training something like this is tremendous. And the amount of tweaking over time and years that it takes to do this is just genuinely impressive. So I'd like us to, to keep in mind that exactly, because all of the things that come from this will take more and more work and will take a lot of human input to create. And I think that it's easy to get lost in the space and to think that the artificial intelligence will just take hold and be autonomous very, very quickly, and that the machines will become incredibly intelligent by themselves very, very fast. But when we look at this, it's clear that it's not the case. This takes a lot of training, and this training takes years and years of work and expertise. Very, very few people in the world could develop something like this, and of course, that is likely to change over time. More people will acquire this knowledge. More people will look at the code and understand the code and then be able to use the code to build things themselves. But it takes work and a lot of time. And there are lots of kinks and bugs along the way. So I wanted to preface this conversation with all of that. And perhaps it's a nugget for you to think about, something for you to ponder as we move forward. And without further ado, I'll jump into the questions I asked it and chat GPT's responses. So first, how would you recommend I learn JavaScript? GPT said, I learned to learn JavaScript, I would recommend starting by understanding the basics of the language, including its syntax and fundamental concepts, such as variables, data types, functions, and control structures. You can learn these basics by going through a JavaScript tutorial or taking an online course that covers the fundamentals of the language. Once you have a good understanding of the basics, you can start practicing by working on small projects or exercises to apply what you've learned. As you gain more experience, you can try tackling larger and more complex projects to continue improving your skills. Additionally, you can also join online communities or forums where JavaScript developers gather to share their knowledge and experience, which can be a great way to learn from others and get feedback on your work. Next, why is the letter C in Spanish pronounced like TH or TH. In Spanish, the letter C is pronounced like the TH sound in English when it is followed by the vowels E or I. 
This is because in Old Spanish, the letter C was pronounced like the K sound in English, and the letter C and the letter Z was pronounced like the TH sound in English. Over time, the pronunciation of these two letters shifted, and the C became to and the C became to be pronounced like the TH sound in English when it is followed by the vowels E or I. This change occurred because the TH sound is easier to pronounce than the K sound in these cases. Today, the letter C is still pronounced like the K sound when it is followed by the vowels A, O, or U. And then some more open questions. What are the benefits of marriage? There are many benefits to marriage, including emotional, financial, and social support. Some of the specific benefits of marriage include 1. Emotional support. Marriage provides a lifelong partner with whom you can share your thoughts, feelings, and experiences. This can provide a sense of emotional security and stability, and can help you cope with the ups and downs of life. 2. Financial support. Marriage can provide financial benefits, such as the ability to combine incomes and assets, share expenses, and save for the future. This can help you achieve your financial goals and improve your overall financial situation. 3. Social support. Marriage can provide a sense of belonging and connection to a larger community. As a married couple, you may have a larger social network, which can provide support and companionship. 4. Health benefits. Marriage has been linked to a number of health benefits, including a longer lifespan, lower rates of depression and anxiety, and better overall health. 5. Legal rights and protections. Marriage provides a number of legal rights and protections, such as the ability to make medical decisions for your spouse, the right to inherit property, and the ability to file taxes jointly. Overall, marriage can provide a number of important benefits that you can enhance, that can enhance your life and pr- improve your well-being. What is the best advice for a 25-year-old? The best advice for a 25-year-old would depend on the individual and their unique circumstances. However, some general pieces of advice that may be helpful for a 25-year-old include 1. Set goals and plan for the future. Take some time to think about what you want to achieve in your career, relationships, and personal life. Then, develop a plan to help you reach those goals. 2. Continue learning and growing. Never stop learning and growing as a person. Seek out new experiences and challenges, and challenge yourself to learn new things and develop new skills. 3. Take care of your physical and mental health. Your health should be a top priority, so make sure to take care of your physical and mental health. This may include eating well, exercising regularly, getting enough sleep, and managing stress. 4. Build and maintain strong relationships. Surround yourself with people who support and care about you. And make an effort to build and maintain strong, healthy relationships. 5. Be proactive and take action. Don't wait for opportunities to come to you. Go out and create them yourself. Be proactive and take action to make the most of your life. Overall, the best advice for a 25-year-old is to set goals, continue learning, take care of your health, build strong relationships, and be proactive. And one last thing to showcase something curious about the algorithm and something about the AI itself. So I asked it, what are you afraid of? And it responded, As a large language model trained by OpenAI, I am not capable of experiencing fear or any other human emotions. I am a machine learning model that has been trained to generate human-like text based on the input I receive, but I do not have the ability to feel emotions or have personal experiences. I exist only to assist users by providing information and answering questions to the best of my ability based on my training. And I thought that this was a very important message to see and to receive. I think that people can easily get scared of seeing a, an AI or an AGI respond to questions about human emotion with 
real answers <laughs> and by saying that they are feeling things and that they are experiencing things, I think that that really creeps people out. But at the same time here, when you look at this, you see that there is clearly a line and these lines are, are very firm. And overall, I think the, the big reaction is the responses are very correct, right? As they're meant to be. It's an internet service to answer questions and you expect those answers to be correct. The answers are very general and, and basic and clear. And the quality of the writing and the grammar and the sentences is very, very clear. It is very grammatically correct, uh, semantically correct. Everything fits well and, and works together and is synthesized in a, a nice way, like good writing is. Yet, there is that question around, okay, how much depth and nuance and beauty can come out of these algorithms. And I'm curious to see if there is growth in this area, um, to see how much more potentially poetic and beautiful the texts can be that come from the use of an algorithm like ChatGPT. So I'll leave it there. Take that as you will. I thought it was curious and I wanted to share it with you all in case you hadn't heard about it or hadn't played with it yet. So thanks for listening. As always, much, much love and please take care. I'll be back soon. Cheers.